Are you ready to take control of your wealth and design the life you envision for yourself and your family? Welcome to Wealth of Insight with Austin Wittenberg from Wittenberg Wealth Partners. Austin guides you through the entire planning process to help you build a plan that seeks to protect your financial future. He empowers you with creative investment opportunities and planning ideas to help you understand and achieve your long-term goals. It's time to gain confidence in your financial future. Now, onto the show. Welcome back to the Wealth of Insight podcast. I'm your host, Austin Wittenberg. And today, we're going to be talking about Medicare, a real critical portion to a client's financial plan, especially as they get into retirement, making sure that they can get their health care needs taken care of. And we're joined by David Burns of Retirement Health Solutions. Thanks for joining us, David. Thanks for having me. Yeah, really looking forward to having this conversation. And I thought before we get too deep into the details here, just wanted to give you a chance to talk about your history, your background in financial services, and how you ended up here at Retirement Health Solutions helping clients with Medicare. Yeah, so I actually graduated college with the ambition to be a financial planner. I got all my licenses and and uh, my own father was turning 65. This is back oh, 18 years ago. And he was really confused about Medicare and said, hey, son, you got to help me figure this out. And uh, so I dove into Medicare, helped my father make his decisions um, and ended up loving Medicare so much. I've been helping people for almost 20 years and and it's really what I do full time now. I love it. And I'm really grateful that you love it because I know about it. You know, we know we're sort of around the edges, but we like to rely on people like you because it's not something I love enough to dedicate my whole, you know, all my my day to. So, so again, thanks for joining us here. So let's hop into it then. What is Medicare? Perfect. You know, Medicare is is health insurance for seniors. Look at it that way. So when somebody turns 65 years of age, they are eligible for Medicare. And some people are eligible before 65 if they have certain qualifying disabilities. However, most are eligible at the age of 65. Um, Medicare has been around since 1965. Uh, it was Lyndon Johnson that started it. And there's been a lot of changes to it, updates to it. And it's something that even now continues to evolve as far as people's options and choices. Yeah. And I think that's most common with clients. It's those options and choices that they come to us with. They know they need it, you know, and, and it becomes really, at least I'm sure you've seen this as well, but for a lot of our clients, almost the reason they work all the way till 65 is so that they can get Medicare. Cause without that, you pay for your own, own health insurance. It can be really expensive. Those last few years, right? Waiting up to it. So it becomes that really, like I mentioned, key planning piece for us. So you mentioned, you know, people are eligible starting at, at 65, maybe earlier. And I wanted to quickly clarify, because sometimes I, I get this confusion with clients, but Medicare and Medicaid are two different things and that differentiation, right? And some of the disabilities or other income related things fit more in that Medicaid piece. Um, Medicare really is, you know, that, that senior healthcare piece like you're talking about. Yeah. And, and Medicaid is, is for those that have very limited resources where everybody in essence 
is on Medicare that's 65 plus um, or, or has access to it. Now, you have to work your 40 quarters or 10 years. Um, in fact, I remember when I was 16 years old, I got my first paycheck and I saw this FICA come out of there, right? And I was the tightest 16 Who's FICA? Who yeah, is that? <laughs> why are they still in my money? <laughs> Who's FICA? Um, that's actually what pays for Medicare Part A. So everybody that's working is paying into this Medicare program. Now they just call it Medicare tax that comes out of their payroll. Um, and that's part A of Medicare, which covers hospitalization. Uh, think of it as what pays for the brick and mortar bills. Now, Medicare B is different because Medicare B costs right now $164.90 a month. And that's something that is deducted out of somebody's social security payment every month. Or if they get on Medicare and they're not yet taking social security, like if you've advised them to wait past the age of 65, they pay for part B quarterly is, is how that works. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Can I get on part B right now compared to my health insurance? That's quite a, <laughs> quite a bit of savings there. Yeah. Huge savings. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> So you mentioned, you know, we've got part A, sort of everybody just, you, you enroll in Medicare, everybody gets that. This part B thing, how do people go about making the decision of what, you know, I guess it's kind of called supplement plans, right, is what where you can look. And how do you decide that? How do you know what's covered? Can you give us the breakdown of, of a retiree looking at Medicare, trying to figure out what's going to be the best thing for them to do? Absolutely. Yes. So so decision number one is, should I get on A and B of Medicare? Because A and B really is like, welcome, I'm on Medicare now. Um, and it's interesting, a lot of people are still working these days, even at the age of 65. Uh, I had someone in my office the other day, he's 68 years old. He was paying about $400 a month through his employer, you know, they're deducting that from his paycheck. Sure. Um, and he's thinking, okay, that's a great deal. Um, but when I showed him Medicare for $164 and how he could get significantly better coverage, you know, he starts doing the math in his head and he paid $300 more a month than he should have for three years. And he had had that operation and, and he kind of looked at me and he said, I just made a $10,000 mistake, didn't I? And I kind of shrugged my shoulders and, and was like, yeah. And, and the reality is a lot of people ignore Medicare or don't understand Medicare and mistakes can be extremely costly. And uh, so it's important that people receive the proper education right when they're turning 65 um, with, with that. And so, so the question is, okay, how do I get on the right plan? So step one, we analyze Medicare versus your work plan, right? Uh, because occasionally it does make sense to stay on that work plan. For example, people that have really high income, they don't pay $164 a month. It, it can ratchet up. If you're making over $180,000 as a married couple, you start to pay more for part B. So it's not uncommon that, that Part B can be more costly and, and sometimes work is better. So, so that's, that's step one, compare it to any group health plans you've got. Um, step two, 
once you're on Medicare A and B, the government views you as individuals. So it's not uncommon that I'll have a husband on one plan and a wife on a completely different plan because their health needs and what they want from their health plan may be different. So uh, that's that's one area where we we dive in. And when it comes to analyzing which plan is best for somebody, think of it this way. Once you're into Medicare, you have two different ways that you can access your healthcare benefits. The first way is through what's known as a Medicare supplement or a Medigap plan. Um, I think that's probably, at least that's the thing I'm the most familiar with, that supplement word, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, that's actually, you know, what, what you had to learn all about when you took your health insurance license exam. Right. Uh, Yep. You, you passed your test obviously there. So, so yeah, so, (laughs) so people get A and B and then, and then there's, there's supplements that pay after original Medicare pays because some people get that A and B card in the mail and they say, this is my health insurance plan. And, and the reality is that would pay for about 80% of someone's healthcare costs. So uh, just the red, white, and blue Medicare card that costs you 164 bucks a month. However, there is no cap to the remaining 20% that a client could be liable for. And because of that, you'll want a supplement to original Medicare that'll pay that extra 20% um, as, as on path number one. Yeah. So, so often when we're looking, you know, we're doing financial modeling, modeling for our clients, forecasting the future, the picture looks perfect, right? They've sa- they've done a great job. They've saved in their 401k. They've got, you know, we've social security, as we meant, you know, we've mentioned here is a big part of that as well and how you pay for your Medicare. But we always have to say, Hey, you know, one of the biggest things that can throw this picture out of whack is some sort of major health concern. Right. And or things like long term care. So I wanted to get into how Medicare and, and maybe I'm cutting you off here a little bit, but but how does it fit? You know, the, I've, what I've seen among my clients, some major issues on things like dental costs needing full on, you know, teeth replacement, whatever that's called. Right? And that can be a yeah. significant expense. How does Medicare play into some of those? Uh, like, you know, I guess let's just stick dental first, you know, is, does Medicare cover dental? You know, again, like I said, with my clients, I've seen in a handful of cases, them spending tens of thousands of dollars on teeth and having to pay for that out of pocket. Yeah. Great question. So Medicare actually does not have any dental coverage. And again, we're talking Medicare A and B. And I mentioned there's two paths. Path one is a Medicare supplement. And think of each of these roads or paths that you can go down as where does the doctor send the bill? So on path one, the doctor actually bills the federal government for someone's healthcare expenses. So they send that bill to the federal government and the government pays 80%. And then the supplement is paying the other 20%. And so they have fantastic medical coverage 
They literally pay for almost nothing when it comes to doctor costs on a supplement or on path one. The downside to this path one is you start out paying a pretty hefty amount every month for the supplement, about $120, $130 a month. But it's not uncommon for that to get up around $400 a month, you know, within within a few years. So the cost only goes up on a supplement. Another, Weird how that works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Another one of the downsides of a supplement is there is no dental coverage because the supplement will only pay after Medicare pays. So Medicare pays first, the supplement pays next, and Medicare does not cover dental. So let's talk about path number two for a moment, because the first one, of course, the federal government's your insurance company. Path number two is known as Medicare Advantage Plans, or actually Medicare Part C. Part C, or Advantage Plans, are run by private companies. So in essence, the government says, hey, maybe we're not the most efficient health insurance company in the world, right? Go, go figure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they contract with a private company and that private company now manages somebody's health care on this path too. So for example, the government passed what was called the Balanced Budget Act and they have budgeted how much money it costs them to insure somebody with health care. And, and the amount, it's like $800 to $1,000 per month per person. So significant dollars here. Yeah. And if a private company takes on that responsibility to be the insurance company, meaning this individual decided on plan, you know, the, the road number two, then the government sends money to a private company, that $1,000 a month. And that private company now manages the health care for that Medicare beneficiary. And those plans are all competing for business. And so through those plans, you can get substantial dental coverage, vision coverage, gym memberships, hearing aid benefits other nice perks in addition to medical coverage. Where do you see more people landing? You know, like, you know, I, I definitely wanted to get into maybe some more of the horror stories. I think that's maybe the most fun part. Right. But, um, you know, when you're sitting down with someone, do most people, are they just trying to figure out, Hey, how can I do this? The absolute cheapest, or are they looking for, Hey, I think I may have some dental issues or I know I'm going to need hearing aids. How do I make sure that fits in? Great question. Initially, everybody was just on a traditional supplement with Medicare. However, because these advantage plans have come so far with regards to being extremely competitive, we're actually seeing a lot of the population go advantage plans these days. And are those like, so I watch a lot of golf and I'm presuming most people that watch golf must be of Medicare age. Cause I swear every other commercial <laughs> is, I don't know if it's triple a or whoever, right. Those are the types of insurers or people that are behind those advantage plans. 
Absolutely, yes. And those Advantage plans all have contracts with the federal government, and they're all wanting, you know, those federal dollars, that $1,000 a month per person in premium. So you get a lot of ads, you get a lot of a lot of noise. In fact, I had one person turning 65 save how many advertisements they got in the mail and they stopped counting it like 76 advertising. Wow. Um, so, you know, like here in Utah, just as an example, you've got United Healthcare. They're a big one here. Humana uh, is a big one here. Select Health, a local company. Um, Molina, Cigna, Blue Cross Blue Shield, University of Utah has a plan. So all of these different insurance companies offer these advantage plans. And many of these same companies will also offer supplement plans. So, you know, they'll, they'll offer a supplement or an advantage plan because they want your business either way. It's just up to the consumer to decide, okay, do I want the federal government to be my primary payer or do I want a, a private company to be the one managing my health insurance? And so that's kind of the first decision, which road makes most sense for somebody. And um, if they decide on plan one, meaning a supplement to traditional Medicare A and B, it's interesting to note that every supplement is the exact same coverage. So there's, there's some more letters. The most common supplement to Medicare is what's known as a plan G. And the coverage would be exactly the same if you bought a plan G from Humana or Mutual of Omaha or Gerber, or American National, or, you know, you got all these different companies that will offer a plan G. The only difference is the price and the company reputation. Sure. Yeah. And, okay. And, well, yeah. go ahead. Oh, I was going to say with, with those supplements, you also need to purchase a Medicare Part D plan, which is prescription drugs. And uh, in fact, most people think Medicare D is D for drugs. It's actually D because there is a C, right? Uh, <laughs> I was going to go D for drugs too, if that yeah. was on the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that joke's one of my favorites. It, it, it hits every time. It's good. So <laughs> no, yeah. but uh, the, the drug plan, it's interesting. Medicare did not cover drugs until 2006. And so Medicare D is relatively new. And the government stated everybody on Medicare needs to get a Part D plan. And if they don't, and they pick it up later, they would be penalized for not having had a drug plan. Yeah, that and that drug world, right, the pharmaceutical world, I guess we should say, has definitely changed a lot. And the costs there again can be such a significant piece. I would imagine, I'm sure they did all the math on this. You said, I think you said it was in the sixties, right? When this plan, when Medicare came to be, did I, yeah. did I yep. remember correctly? Right. And similar to social security, when they're running their math and doing all the models for, okay, if we're going to offer this to our citizens, how, 
well, how much is it going to cost? Back in the 60s, life expectancy wasn't in today. You know, health wasn't certainly, seems like, at least, seems like it was better back then. Cancer some, seems to be so much more pre- prevalent. Diabetes, all these things that cost a lot of money that have really seemed to ramp up the cost of these social programs relative to, I think, what they started out. Even, you know, we did a, a social security episode a few weeks ago, and it seems like about once a decade, they're saying, well, we're going to run out of money. What are we going to do? Yeah. Is that same type of thought process or same type of uh, math apply in Medicare? Is that something that's that's a concern for people? Absolutely. Yes. Um, and it, it's interesting when we talk about these two paths, I think Medicare Advantage plans or C plans were originally developed to almost be a solution to that problem because these insurance companies can work with those federal dollars more efficiently than the federal government can work with those dollars. And so what we've been seeing is these plans, you know, through competition, through managing things like networks, managing things like how much can be charged for certain services, whether or not services are mandatory or required, those types of things, they're, they're more efficient utilizing those dollars to help them stretch, which is one of the reasons why Advantage plans have become more competitive. They've also become more competitive because people can get dental, you know, $2,500 of dental, you know, almost paying for a full implant. Also, if people get both their medical coverage and drug coverage through the same company, oftentimes the drug plan is more competitive for their particular prescription list. And so if you buy path one, a Medicare supplement, and you go out and buy what's known as a standalone drug plan, you'll oftentimes have bigger deductibles, bigger co-pays, a smaller formulary, and and that's another thing to consider when you're looking at a at a supplement versus advantage. It's almost like home and auto, where they're going to try to incentivize you to bundle, right? Exactly. They, they get all the all the business, then they're going to incentivize that. So, you know, what are some of the things I mentioned? I've seen people who haven't had dental; that's become a major issue. What are some other? I don't know if horror stories is the right word, but if if somebody gets this wrong, so to speak, what sort of challenges may they see? healthcare related, you know, as they age. Yeah. Well, and the great news is if people are on path one with a supplement or path two with advantage plans, they have fantastic medical coverage, much better than anything you or I have ever seen. Where they can make mistakes is some people might get that Medicare A and B card and do nothing else, right? And and end up with massive medical bills. Um, Just ran into one literally last week. They thought they had a supplement, but they must have stopped paying the premium and got canceled and ended up paying, it was around six, $7,000 out of their pocket before they realized what had happened. And we were able to move them onto an advantage plan in their particular case. the other, the other pitfalls, you know, if you're on an advantage plan, because of course there's give and take, no matter which sure. path you go to, you know, advantage plans usually have doctors and hospitals 
in network or out of network. So you're dealing with some of the same issues with just normal health insurance that you, you know, those types of in and out and preferred vendors or that, or that kind of thing. Exactly. Yes. And, and the reality is, is either plan is fantastic coverage. It's just making sure you maximize what it is you need from your health plan. So even here in Utah, it's interesting. Uh, there's some plans that are designed for people with federal benefits, right? TRICARE for life or VA benefits. And a lot of people just assume, oh, I don't need to look into my options with Medicare because I've got this TRICARE for life. I don't pay anything on a monthly basis because I had, I had earned it through my military service and it covers everything. What would I need to do with anything else? Well, some of those people don't realize they have access to plans that will actually refund them some of their Medicare B premiums. So they get paid to be on a plan and they can pick up, you know, a couple thousand dollars of dental benefits plus, you know, uh, almost an allowance to buy vitamins and groceries and things like that. So, so there's a lot of plans that are available to people that they don't know exist because they've never looked into those options. So it's important that everybody meets with a professional that understands the various plans and maximizes what it is that's most important to their situation. You know, I think that may be the perfect place to end sort of on that. You know, there is a lot to it. It's complicated and everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different. It's not just a sign up and you, you're going to be perfectly covered, right? It does make sense to sit down with somebody who knows the ins and outs of their plan, can look at your personal health situation, you know, your doctors, your prescriptions, whatever it may be, and help make the right decision. So um, appreciate all the information today, David. Uh, where can people reach you or, or find you if they have more questions? Yeah, our, our website's retirementhealthsolutions.com and uh, just spelled out and we've got our office number there and and we love to, it's what we love to do. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for having me on today. Medicare is what we're passionate about and it's, it's what we enjoy doing. All right. Thanks again. If you have any questions or you'd like to learn more, please check out our website at wittenbergwealth.com or you can text me at 801-839-7056. And please remember to subscribe to the Wealth of Insight podcast and share with your friends and family. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Wealth of Insight podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Stratos Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor. Stratos Wealth Partners and Wittenberg Wealth Partners are separate entities from LPL Financial. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Wittenberg Wealth Partners. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.